Hello and welcome to the Animation Industry Podcast. My name is Terry, and if you have been dying to financially support this podcast to keep it running, which I know you have been, consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. Uh, the link is in the description of this chat, and thank you for checking that out. Thank you so much. Today I'm chatting with Lee Griffin, a 25-year-old data analyst who started using Blender last year as a hobby and since then he has developed a very unique style of animation it's kind of like this modern twist on old nintendo 64 graphics that i find super 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 cool so i just had to talk with him since then uh since he started using blender he has he has produced a whole dozens of short animations for social media and garnered millions of views, which is quite incredible. Um, he currently has over 60,000 followers on Instagram and 40,000 followers on TikTok. And, you know, in our chat, Lee shares how he developed a super unique style, why it has become so attractive for social media and where he plans to take it, plus all the ins and outs of how he completely self-produces everything. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hello, Lee. How are you doing? Doing all right. Good, good. Um, I'm excited to chat with you. I think what you're doing is super fun and unique. Um, but you just told me that this is all very, very new for you. So, okay. So for people who are listening, who don't know who you are, I discovered you on Instagram search, I think when, uh, I don't even know what video it was, but like basically what in my mind, what you create are like kind of like N64 3d animation, animations mm -hmm. starring yourself doing like sometimes meme stuff sometimes pop culture stuff sometimes just like little stories and they're extremely like well animated so you didn't go to school or anything for animation i did not um, so how I, come I you're coming out with these like fresh animations where like you know you got your posing right you got your time uh, right you got your weight right you got like it's it's like hitting all the notes where does that come from <laughs> Um, I guess from watching a lot of other animations, like animated movies and shows, um, playing a lot of games, like a lot of games, like growing up. Um, yeah, I guess just from watching, just from, you know. But like everybody watches animation, but not everybody <laughs> comes out swinging. So like, uh, so are you like going through frame by frame on some animations you like to be like, oh, this is how they get the timing right? Like, or are you just kind of putting um, it out to see how it, it feels and then it feels good and you post it? I'm not sure. Like, uh, I guess uh, just naturally I'm a very, like, visual person. So, like, I can kind of, you know, see a series of numbers, like, you know, on a page and, I don't know, run to another room and, like, know those series of numbers that I have in, like, in front of my face, I guess. Um, that doesn't, you know, like, work all the time. But um, I don't know. I guess I'm just, I can see something and I can do it. Huh. Um, but uh, I don't know. I use, sometimes I use reference. Um, so I'll, like... Most of the time, like if I need to get like a pose right, I'll like do it in my chair and then I'm like, okay, I know what it looks like now. <laughs> Will you film yourself? I don't do that enough. Uh, I film myself like maybe or once you just or sit twice. how you want it to look and then you just figure out where your body is. Yeah, like I don't know. I kind of just figure it out in Blender. Um I can kind of I can kind of just look at something and say that looks, you know, natural enough. Or, hmm. you know, not natural enough. And Interesting. This is really interesting to me. <laughs> but let's let's rewind even more. So you mentioned Blender. Okay, so you didn't mm. go to animation school. Out yeah. of the blue, you just decided you wanted to start making animations. Like, yeah. like tell me about why the, the first day you started. Like, what was the inspiration, the motivation? Like, what do you do as a career besides? Yeah. So um, 
I guess I first opened Blender in summer 2022, and uh, I just wanted to jump in and learn because I had seen um, uh, animation similar to mine on Twitter. And so I was like, you know, I kind of want to learn, you know, how to low poly model and stuff like that. Um, and so I maybe, you know, picked it up for like a month or two. And, you know, that was maybe like once a week, you know, doing different things. And then I was kind of like, eh, you know, this is, you know, I'm just going to, you know, keep playing games for now. And, you know, that's that was kind of my hobby, you know, on the side. Um, and then uh, beginning of 2023, um, I wanted to join a game jam. Have you ever heard of a game jam? Yeah, where a bunch of people like come together and they make a game really quick. Yeah, and uh, so I joined one that was like, you know, uh, my first game jam, you know, everybody in this one, you know, has never made a game before. Um, you know, they're just joining in to like, you know, make something, you know, try something brand new. And so, you know, I made my own game and put it on um, itch.io. It's like a game site for, you know, um, indie developers, I guess. And uh, like you programmed I, it and everything like you didn't know. How yeah. To um, in Unity. And um, yeah, I just, you know, made my own game, made my little character. It was like uh, it wasn't like a game, like in the traditional sense. It was just like uh, I made a big city. And my character was like walking around. There's all these other different characters. You walk up to them and like they say something. Um, and that was it. You know, you, there's everybody had something to say. It sounds like um, real life. <laughs> yeah. Walk up to people in a city and they talk. They talk. <laughs> so but, how long did this take you? Because like learning Blender for a couple of weeks mm -hmm. in your spare time when you come home from work or something like. Um. Yeah. So, uh, well, I work from home. Um, so I'm like pretty much always home. Uh, but yeah, I learned, uh, Blender just like in spare time. Um, you know, when I wasn't doing anything, when I wasn't, um, you know, out with friends or family. Um, so yeah, just in spare time. And, and then uh, unity, how, how long did that take to you to, to learn how to do that in unity? Um, well, the game jam length was like two weeks, I think, I think it was two weeks, if not, you know, one week. And so, um, you know, just kind of like how I learned Blender, just YouTube tutorials. So really? I looked up, you know, how to make a 3D platformer. And I was, you know, following all the tutorials, you know, how to make your character jump, how to make them move, how to, you know, implement animations that you made in the program. Um, so, yeah, it was, it's pretty much all, you know, YouTube, you know, tutorials. And uh, so, yeah, I made that. And pretty much the only thing that kind of stuck around from that, like, you know, instead of going on to actually make a, another game that, you know, I could potentially sell, the only thing that stuck around was like making animations. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, I took my character uh, that I made from that game and I was just, you know, put him in, putting him in different situations. Um, and I don't know, it just kind of, uh, you know, I started posting those on social media and people liked them. And so I was like, let me just keep doing this. This is kind of fun because it's kind of like, instead of the trial and error of like, making a game um i can kind of just make a game like in animation i can you know make a little cute video that's you know maybe 10 to 30 seconds and like that's a you know it's a game like animation without you know coding all the right things and bug uh you know fixing and troubleshooting and, and whatnot so makes yeah so, makes so sense okay so like you you sound like you're very curious and you like learning um which yeah. is amazing <laughs> But also, you know, you've posted, I'm just like scrolling through your Instagram now, like, oh gosh, since <laughs> in the last six months, you've posted like three, six, nine, like probably a hundred videos. Yeah, you know I, I think I just hit a hundred the other day. You hit, you've hit a hundred videos in six months and they're all like 20 to 30 seconds, sometimes more. Well, um, on since July is when I made my Instagram, um, but I had maybe like, 
I don't know, maybe like 20, 30 animations before July that I made. Okay, so you've made 80 videos <laughs> in the last six months. And these aren't just like, they all have like unique environments, uh, multiple characters, camera yeah. movements, uh, you know, special effects, different mm. lighting, uh, stories, like, and you're just one person producing this massive amount of content. So I guess I should, you know, disclaimer, uh, there are some times where I use like assets. Um, so it's not all the time that I'm making like everything, you know, vertex by vertex myself. That's allowed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like the last one that I just posted, um, I don't know if you saw it already. It was like a monkey ball animation. Um, that uh, the whole like area, like I just found online, you know, somebody was gracious enough to like upload that whole area. And so uh, I kind of just had to like place all of the mountains um, you know, differently. I had to like animate the clouds moving on the bottom. And then from there, I'm just like making a stage. I'm making the ball. I'm putting, you know, my character in there and I'm, you know, all the camera movements. So, but the, you know, just the area alone, um, just finding that saved me like, you know, a couple days of work. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm still super impressed and they're, you know, they're edited, they have music, <laughs> et cetera. Um, so like, one grip that a lot of animation animators have is like it takes so long to make any animation and so mm. it's like not really algorithm friendly but it seems like you've hit some sort of like uh aesthetic yeah and workflow to do that like how many hours a week are you spending on one animation has it completely consumed your life <laughs> pretty much like uh pretty oh much, no pretty much all the time i've spent um i used to spend gaming it's yeah. pretty much all this time I spend animating now. Oh, interesting. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of, like, replaced... You know, I still, like, right before this, I was playing um, Tears of the Kingdom, you know, Legend of Zelda. Of but, course. You know, How far are you? Um, I finished the game, but... Uh, oh, okay. I have, like, I have, like, five shrines left, and I just can't, yeah. oh, okay. I just can't <laughs> open up the game to do them. It's been, <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, I finished, but I'm, like, going back to, like, uh, you know, go to all the shrines I didn't do, but maybe, like, went to and just, you know, placed on the map. Um, so like all the little things, just exploring and whatnot. But um, but yeah, I pretty much like replace all my gaming time with animating time. And so I wish um, because they Blender is on Steam, like the you know uh, PC gaming um, store. Um, and I wish I like started there because they can like track you know how many how much hours you you spent in you know a program. <laughs> uh, but I just got it straight from you know Blender the dot org or dot com. So. There's no like tracker, you know, time that I've had on, on it. But if I had to say, man, like, you know, probably, you know, hundreds of, yeah, not hundreds of thousands of hours, but, you know, hundreds of hours at this point. Um, like, that's pretty much all I did last year. But wow. I, I wish I had like the metrics, like the numbers, but I, yeah. I honestly don't know. Like, I you just better you don't. <laughs> yeah. I just jump in and I, you know, I don't stop until it's done. You know, I think that's amazing. So, like, um, you saw a tweet that inspired you. You're like, I mm. want to do this. And then you self-taught yourself Blender in your spare time. And then you realize that the process of creating animations is like super satisfying that yeah. it replaced your gaming time. Yeah. And now like, you know, you have a whole process in place. You're doing it every single week. How does it, how does it feel? Like, where, like, what is the, what is the internal motivation that you're like, ah, oh, I can't wait to, to make another animation. Like, you know, what is the. What is the like drive yeah. behind that? Because that's honestly that's really intense. Know. That's amazing. Um, because I just don't know. Because well, mainly my inspiration um, for like every you know new animation that comes out is like uh, I hear a song 
and you know i'll be like listening to that song and i'm just you know uh i might like daydream a little to it and so i'm just like that would be cool if i made this to this song and did this on this beat and you know this on that beat and i can kind of since i'm a very visual person i can like kind of plan it out already in my head and so um Another thing that doesn't make me like other animators or other, you know, artists, I don't storyboard at all. <laughs> it's kind of just, I'll kind of like listen to the song over and over again while I'm like doing something else and like think about how the animation is going to play out. And then I'm like, all right, let me jump into Blender and like get started on this. Um, and then I just kind of make it like how I see it in my head. Um, and so I guess I kind of do storyboard, but like, I don't write it down. I don't like do it in a program. It's kind of like all in my head. Um, and so, yeah. It sounds like you're uh, really in like a creative flow state and you're just like enjoying the process. Oh, yeah. Um, and you, you know, you you started this as like a hobby and you've been mm -hmm. doing it for a passion. But I know that you've been taking on some commissions and things. How does your mindset change when you have to do uh, something somebody else wants for money suddenly versus you know, just hearing a song, feeling inspired, jumping in and doing whatever you want. Cause like, yeah. you know, every animator struggles with the internal creative drive to create the world they want to see versus, you know, if we're doing it professionally, we got to create somebody else's world. And there's like this, there's like this dichotomy of, yeah. of creativity. So like, you know, why did, first of all, why did you take on commissions in the first place? Um, so and how did that even happen? You're just like made yourself available for commissions or like, your DMs were exploding with people wanting to throw money at you. So back in September, um, back, on, in September. <laughs> back in September, I, I think that's when I still like had on my socials, like, you know, DM me for commissions or something like that. Email me at this email address. And that was just like in my profile, you know, in my bio. Um, and then on, you know, in September on TikTok, uh, that's when everything kind of blew up. I think over like the course of a weekend, I gained like uh, 15,000 followers like on TikTok and, you know, everybody liked this one animation and then they, you know, went back and saw the other ones and they're like, we love this, you know, we're here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, after that is kind of when I had to like, you know, dial back. I'm like, I'm getting so many requests and so many emails. Like I kind of have to like wow. take this out, you know? Um, and so, so I don't know. So it was a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's kind of a, a, a blessing and a curse because it's like you want to, um, you know, everybody's coming with, you know, good ideas and, you know, they want to collaborate and whatnot. But at the same time, like there's no way in the world, you know, you'd have enough time to do all of these commissions, you know, and, yeah. you know, um, do, you know, what you want to do, make your own art as well as like your own life and, you know, your own, you know, spend time with your friends and family and, you know, other things. So I kind of just had to, they weren't like officially closed. They're still not officially closed. Um, but like if I get a DM and, you know, somebody's like, hey, I want to do this, uh, nine times out of 10, I'm going to say, you know, no, I don't have, you know, the time to do it. But every now and then I get one that's like, I really want to do that. And I will put everything down and do that right now. Oh, OK. Um, and so, you know, I, I still will take that on, you know. OK, interesting, because it sounds like you have uh, <clears throat> been able to be really choosy about what you take. So you you only take things that like excite you versus yeah, like i'm open for dms and then you're like oh i don't really want to make this but the money is good um i haven't really been in that situation um because i know like if i don't want to make it if it's not like you know my style or my vibe yeah uh, like neither of us are gonna like what i make so you know let me just not you know do this at all um and that's the case for like a lot of um like i get the most re uh, most of the people that ask are like uh, musical artists 
Hmm. And so, um, you know, every now and then I'll get like, you know, a request and I'll, I'll just, I, most of the time I just have to be like, I can't do this right now. Because a lot of times, like I said, like music is my main inspiration. And so if it's like a song I really like that they give me, I'm like, I'm going to go all the way in on this and like make a whole music video, but I do not have time for that right now. So I can't do it. Um, or, you know, it's just music that I don't really vibe with. And I'm like, I can't, uh, when I hear it, I don't really, I can't really think of anything to do to this, um, and nothing that That's I would fair. like. So, you know, I'm just going to not, you know, even start. Yeah. So. It makes sense. Like, I already feel like you have a really refined aesthetic that you found. Mm -hmm. So if, if the music, like, if it doesn't inspire you, like it's not going to hit if that makes yeah. sense. So, okay. So, but I have, I have a question about these commissions because if you, you're getting a lot of requests for commissions and people are willing to pay for you to make mm -hmm. stuff, what is stopping you from saying like, okay, I'm going to figure out like a really nice price point for myself. And if people are serious, like, I don't know, maybe it's a thousand dollars per yeah. video or something like that. And if people are serious, then I'll do it. Like what's stopping you from saying like, I can turn this into like a side thing, even though um, you started out as a fun hobby. Yeah. Um, so number one, uh, I already have a full-time job. Right. So like, you know, I can kind of just, you know, pick and choose what I want to do on the side because like I'm already salaried here. So it's like, you know, I don't need more money. Um, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, you know, this whole, the whole commission thing is kind of just like for, not only just for fun, but it's like, you know, I get a little, you know, change on the side as well. So it's like, yeah. it's not entirely about the money. Um, but, you know, that's just kind of a bonus to uh, number one, like helping somebody out and like doing this cool idea. Um, so, yeah, I get to be like picky and choosy in that way because, you know, I'm blessed enough to have this other job that I, you know, it's not like super, super demanding to where I have like a good amount of free time on the side to, you know, do this kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I can kind of be picky in that way, I guess. Interesting. Um, because like when I look at your stuff, like it's hard to describe, but I get like this kind of like future nostalgic feeling. Like it feels mm -hmm. like it's relating to like a part of my past and the like the aesthetic of, of my memories, but like yeah. in, a, in a future sense, which is like a really interesting place to hit. And people are obviously connecting with it, um, you know, which is it's very rare to receive like a lot of DMs like that. Like a lot of animators are probably listening yeah. to this being like, I try so hard and nobody, nobody wants, nobody's, no, myself included. Like my, my DMs are not exploding. I haven't, yeah. I mean, I've turned out a, things here and there, like for music videos. Cause I'm like, you don't know what stop motion costs in time, <laughs> energy. Yeah, at the same time you do, you're primarily stop motion, right? Actually, for the last two years, I've been only uh, 2D hand-drawn animation on video okay. games, which are on the release, so I can't share anything. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, stop motion is is a is a big thing for me, but it's also much more rare. Mm -hmm. um, there's not a lot of people that that want it. But so, uh, like, where do you do you have you thought about like w where you want this to go? Because being in this like really creative flow state is really nice, and it mm -hmm. like I like before I got into the animation industry. I was always creating stuff just for fun for years and like my whole life basically. And now that I've gotten to the animation industry, like that's what I do for my full-time job. It's totally mm -hmm. different. So have you ever considered like, you know, where do I want this part of me to go? Because it, you're, you're having this huge creative outlet suddenly that you didn't have before. And you know, it could, what could it turn into in your mind or just stay the same or like it's going to fizzle out or it's going to grow. Like, what do you think? I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't fizzled out because um, I do like, not like, 
my my wife calls me like a hobby collector because I do mm. take up a lot of things. Um, there's very few of them that I've actually. Wait, just are like we gonna find out about you? Also have like a full music career and a full <laughs> no. like horseback riding and like <laughs> no. Um, but like last year, I picked up maybe like uh, 3D printing as well, and uh, like uh, I also like have a good amount of plants. Um, so like other hobbies, and she's just like, you have you know so many hobbies, but um, I'm surprised it hasn't fizzled out because I don't know. I, I feel like this is the kind of thing that uh, maybe I you know did you know a couple times and like it's cool, it's fun, but you know let me go on to this other thing. But this is kind of something that I can like you know do indefinitely, and there's so many ideas you know. I mean, since I'm inspired by music, like there's, you know, so many ideas that can come out of like a different song. Um, and so in the future, I guess for, well, for right now, um, I kind of just see myself like continuing to do like these shorts. Um, and so since I have like this other full-time job, um, I can't really, and I also have, you know, a wife and a house. Yeah. And do you mind all. if I ask what your other full-time job is? Uh, yeah, I work in banking software. Ah. And so uh, it's I, uh, it's kind of like a big corpo job, but um, it's not like in the traditional sense, like what we make fun of on the Internet. Like, you know, we're always on meetings and we're talking about nothing um, since it's like financials and like banking software and stuff like that. Like we're actually like, you know, doing things that are like affecting real world people. Um, and so like whenever we're on a call, we're like, you know, we're talking about stuff that needs to be done here, here, here. And like we get off. Um, and so <laughs> it's a very like, uh, you know, we are, you know, dealing with banking software, but uh, it's a very, everybody that works there is very chill. Um, you know, nobody makes it their life. So it's it's a very nice environment to be in. It's not like your standard, you know, nobody's watching your keystrokes or anything like that. Right, right. So, but it's um, completely different than, uh, you know, animation and whatever. So yes. Uh, very so different. <laughs> different parts of your brain. Yeah. So like, okay, so you're surprised it hasn't fizzled out. Uh, do you like... And you you say it's going to stay as shorts for now, but also like, you know, you did an adult swim bumper. Was yeah. that like, a, did they contact you or you just kind of did it on your own just for fun? Yeah, uh, there was a trend on TikTok like a couple years ago where, you know, people would, you know, do like their own bumps. And it was yeah. mostly like live action. You know, it was, you know, them on their camera and they would like, you know, just throw in the adult swim logo somewhere. And, uh, you know, I remember watching all those and I was like, oh, these are really cool. People are getting really creative. And so last year when I started, you know, doing all these animations, I was like, oh, I got to do one of these. Um, I know it's like, you know, years old, um, but I'm going to do it anyways. I don't care. I just want to make one. And it's still my most popular TikTok. Uh, like people still go back and like that one. I think I posted that in October, November, September. But um, yeah, it's still my most popular one. You know, Adult Swim did not reach out to me. There were like 30 <laughs> people that like tagged Adult Swim in my comments. <laughs> they didn't even look. Shame on them. <laughs> um but uh and somebody told me once you know like reach out to adult swim like see if you know they'd be willing to work with you or collab or anything and I'm would like, you ever want to do ads like this um yeah I don't, there I don't are there are not. like independent artists who have like developed like unique style like i was talking to yonk i don't know if you you've seen that yeah i watched that one but they they like made they've you know they do like really goopy uh vr kind of creepy uh, aesthetic animations and illustrations and they've made a, they've made their careers out of out of like commercials so like i don't know sprite will like commission them to like make this really strange animation or yeah. like uh whatnot have you thought about going that route because like from my perspective you know going from zero to 60k in a couple months on instagram and tiktok 
that's really impressive. Like you're making a name for yourself. Like your, your stuff is being seen by tons of people. Mm -hmm. um, there is potential there to like, you know, bring your aesthetic to a more of a commercial side of things for brands who are looking for something that's going to stand out and be unique. Um, so I'm not like anti, you know, you know, doing stuff for big companies. I've just never really had the, I, I guess I have the confidence to like reach out. Like I can, you know, do that at any point, but I never really thought they like, I would be considered because like I said, like I have no, you know, education background in art yeah. making or anything like that. I just, you know, have, you know. So what if of, they come to you and they, they DM you and they're like, I don't know. Depending on what they want. Yeah. I, I feel like I'd be down, but um. It's just a matter of like, you know, I was about to say, uh, like somebody told me once to like reach out to Adult Swim for like a collaboration or something like that. And I was, you know, I was like, cool, you know, maybe I should. And so I was, you know, after I got done talking with them, I was like, how? Like, <laughs> who do I know at Adult Swim? You know, and I went to like their website and I saw, you know, everything that they're, you know, they're working with other animators and whatnot. And I'm like, there's no, you know, contact button. Um, I feel like there shouldn't be because I feel like they get a lot of, you know, yeah, they but, they used to take pitches, but they shut that down years yeah. ago. Um, yeah, for contacting uh, people like Adult Swim or whatnot, usually they, like uh, those types of companies work with agencies mm -hmm. who might reach out to people on Instagram that have like a style they're interested in, which they'll pitch. Um, but also like if you're interested in contacting Adult Swim, you can reach out to other people who have done bumpers and sure. just ask them or like go on LinkedIn and see who works at Adult Swim and connect with them. LinkedIn is LinkedIn is like crazy for that. Like the amount of times where I've like, I want to pitch, I don't know, the head of, head of development of Nickelodeon and I'll yeah. just find that person on LinkedIn and DM and like message them. And then they're like, yeah, let's set up a meeting. I'm like, that was too easy. <laughs> yeah. I have not touched my LinkedIn since I got my full-time job. So maybe I need to get back on there and like update my... Well, I, guess, uh, I guess it depends on what your goal is with, with this. Another question I wanted to ask you is, you know, you've grown a lot on social media. Mm -hmm. Have you been playing to the algorithms a little bit or you're just purely posting for fun, whatever you think of, like, or are you like, oh, this is trending right now, or like, I yeah. got to hit like a weekly post, or I'm gonna, I don't know, like, I think like once or twice, maybe I use like, um, like an audio that was trending at the moment. Um, and even if I didn't use like the audio in the video, I'll use like the audio just to like have it, you know, on the video. Um, there were, it was mostly on TikTok where I would use their promote feature. Hmm. And so you can, you know, pay them, you know, money over, uh, you know, X amount of days. Oh, so you tried that. I did. Um, it was never like, you know, it was always like maybe like five or 10 bucks over like, you know, two or three days. Yeah. And, you know, they would, it wouldn't do that. It would never do that well um, because it's, you know, it's a small amount of money and, you know, it's only a couple of days. Um, I tried that also on Instagram, but only for like maybe like one or two. Um, and, you know, those never like, uh, after I promoted them, they never just blew up. Hmm. Um it was, it was always, uh, all the ones that are doing well now kind of just happen organically. Um, what if you promoted the ones that are doing well organically? Do you think you get even crazier reach? Like people are already connecting with them some in some level naturally. In my mind, I was, I was always like, why even, you know, do it now? I well, got, I, I was going to say like, what, what is, what was compelling you to spend money to promote your stuff? Like what, what were you seeing as like success for social media? You were wanting more views. You were wanting more. I was every now and then I was like, I really like this one that I just made. And, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, I want people to, um, you know, like it and like tell their friends and, you know, uh, adult swim contact contacts me and like, that's it. That's, you know, I can quit my other job. It was always like, um, 
since I first started posting, uh, like on TikTok, I always wanted like more engagement. Hmm. Uh, I kind of wanted to connect to people that were, you know, that remember these games and they have fond memories of them. And, you know, they comment and say, you know, oh, I used to love this game. And, you know, I'll comment and say, you know, oh, I just played this the other day. You know, I booted it up. Um, so more like I kind of wanted people to see it and like, you know, comment and like interact with me um, yeah. instead of like, you know, I want this to just go viral and, you know, I'm famous and I'm making tons of money. Um, so it was more like in that sense. <laughs> that makes sense to me. I mean, I, I think that's that's like very pure as an intention. I, I, I can't I had a chat with somebody. I can't remember who it was, but their thing about social media was like if you create stuff that starts conversations or connects with people like it's going to do it's going to naturally go well for you or mm. be successful because which makes sense like if people are like looking at your stuff and you just want to talk about video games with them and this your stuff is like a way of talking about that <laughs> i mean like Got <laughs> immediately when i saw it like i thought of like uh i forget which one it was i think it's you're like outside and then you like you're on a magic carpet or something or you're in a oh room. i'm like in my front yard listening to music and a ufo flies by I think maybe that was the first one I saw. I'm not sure. No, no, no. That may, hmm. I don't know. But I remember I got like an Animal Crossing vibe and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I want to see more. And then like and I started getting like N64 vibes. And I was like, oh, what else is what else has this guy done? So like, yeah. It's, and I, I, like every time you post something, it's like a it's like a flashback to like something that feels familiar. But also at the same time, like, um, yeah. you know, it feels it kind of feels fresh. And those and are my like, most uh, the comments I get the most and the DMs I get the most are people who are just like, Hey, have you ever played this game? Or you know, <laughs> this reminds me of this other game. And I'm like, yes, I've played all of these. This is why I'm making all of these, actually. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever upgrade? Not upgrade, but like, uh, I mean, like advance your style through the years. Because like, you know, you can you can hit on like Tomb Raider and, and Super Mario, or Mario and like, I don't know, Banjo-Kazooie and all those games forever. But like, do you ever think you'll, you'll like start doing more high complex poly animations or you've like hit this really kind of cool niche style that's like just yeah. fun which i i think is fun too me too yeah um i don't think so um that just it, it doesn't seem like it would be like uh 10 times harder than my style um i think i would just be dealing with I've, i feel like i would just have to upgrade my computer to you know have something to deal with all the you know <laughs> high polys and stuff um, i mean you probably yeah but uh render time than that triple yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I'm just like, um, you know, I, I kind of like this style. Uh, I don't really see, I don't see my vision, I guess, working in a, you know, in a higher fidelity um, type of mm. style, um, I guess, because I'm more like game oriented. And, you know, it's not like games haven't, you know, in the years just skyrocketed in fidelity, but um, I don't know. It's just kind of my style. It's kind of where where it hits home, I guess, because that's, you know, all these, uh, the style that I'm using now is like the games that I used to play. And yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. It's, I, I don't ever see myself like going further, I guess, unless I worked at like a studio where we're dealing with, you know, higher fidelity stuff. But um, as of if, if I'm making my own thing, it's probably going to be in this style. Wow. I'm just super like, did you, I guess one last question is like, did you grow up very artistic? Because like, not it, really it doesn't um, sound like it which is fine which is just it, <laughs> i think it's so impressive that you just kind of picked this up very recently yeah you've hit like such a kind of like a niche and fresh style and like you do everything yourself which is crazy i think it's i think it's amazing and like you know i want to see more from you is there like 
you said you want to create keep creating like short videos but like do you have a like an ultimate vision or something like um love to i guess make a video game immerse a video game or like a, a short film or something yeah the actual ultimate vision would be um a video game because that's something that would like that i can you know in a video game that i'd be like proud of selling um that i would you know that i have an idea would do well um because i feel like a uh, I, you, do, you know, you've had other people on your podcast before that have talked about their short films that they've made and, you know, they, it gets them seen, it gets the visibility. Um, but for me, uh, since I'm not really like putting myself out there to like other animation companies and other, you know, production studios, I'm like, I feel like it wouldn't be a waste of time, but um, it would be, I don't know, I, I'd make something huge and it take, you know, months or years just for, you know, everybody to see it. And they're like, oh, you know, that's cool. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's just there. You know, I'm not really doing anything with it. That's fair. Everybody so has a like different... Yeah. And I feel like with a video game, um, you know, I could, you know, there's, there could be a whole community built around that. And, you know, people would buy it. I'd be getting, you know, money on the side from it. Um, it would just, you know, that would also take years, um, you know, but I have something to, and, you know, depending on the type of game that I make, it could be, you know, something I could, you know, keep going over the years and, so I don't know. I that's I, I see like a video game being like in my future and being like the you know the ultimatum you know the last thing I want to you know. I mean, it, it makes around. sense. It's like coming back to your roots. What's stopping you from just starting right now? You know, you're like you. What what's keeping you from directing all these hundreds of thousands of hours from making, <laughs> making short short films? You know, you've you've already learned quite a lot mm -hmm. and developed your style. What's stopping you from redirecting that into? making a video game um number one i have a lot of other ideas that i want to do before i like pick up something else. yeah 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 um and number two it's like i i don't see myself um like continuing to make uh these like short animations and making a game at the same time if That's i do nice. it'd be like uh way less often than i do now um and so just it's just a time thing um you know I don't really want to dedicate, you know, my whole life like I have to animation to making a game yet, mainly because, um, number one, I've seen, uh, if I'm not following like an animator or like an artist on Twitter, I follow a lot of game devs. Um, and so I'll see like their journeys and I feel like a lot of people get stuck in development hell where they're, you know, they add a lot onto their game that, you know, wasn't really, you know, originally planned or they're trying to like, uh, people that are like making games in my style, like N64, PS1 type, um, they kind of focus, uh, in my opinion, like a little too much on like the nostalgia part of it. Mm. And so they're trying to get like the lighting right and like the textures right. But I'm like, you know, you don't have to do, you know, you don't have to scale back, you know, in order to match that style. You could use all the technology that we have now and like, you know, introduce like really nice lighting and stuff. Um, and so that kind of like holds them back from like making, you know, or like finishing, like getting to the finish line. Yeah. And they're so trying to like, they're trying to like perfect a style that was, that was already created due to limitations. Exactly. It, it's like, if you had the technology now back then, they wouldn't have created the style that way. They would have done what we exactly. have now. And it's kind of like, it, I'm kind of playing both sides of that fence. Cause like in terms of my models, like they're very low poly, like we don't have to do that anymore. Like I'm capable of making higher poly stuff. Um, but at the same time, I'm using like all the, you know, all the dynamic camera movements and all the dynamic lighting. Um, so I'm kind of like playing both sides of that. Um, but in terms of like, uh, you know, seeing other people's uh, game dev journeys, I'm just like, I feel like before I start, um, I need to 
have like a whole journal of like everything planned out, you know, what I want to do. And I know that's kind of like unrealistic uh, for anybody that's developed the game. They'd be like, this guy's crazy. You can't plan out everything from the start. Um, but, you know, I, I want to at least have like everything I want to do. Um, you know, it's not just the idea. And I'm like, you know, oh, I should, you know, everybody's because that's, you know, another part of the, a lot of comments that I get. Everybody's like, you got to make a game now and let me buy it. You know, here's my money. Um, hey, let me like, let me come out tomorrow with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, the, all the animations that I make are, you know, so much or, you know, 30 times easier to make than like an actual working game, even if that game lasted 30 seconds. Um, you know, that'd be that takes so long to make, you know. Yeah. And so um, I kind of just want to have my ducks in a row before I, you know, actually like start on a game that I will, you know, potentially sell and I want people to like and, you know, I'll keep it updated. Um, I want to have that all planned out before I actually start. Um, and so that's just like not on the radar right now, but it's like on the radar, you know, maybe a year or two in the future for sure. That makes sense. So um, <clears throat> your day job is banking software. Your hobby is animation. And then like I started learning Unity between when I went to university the first time for business and my first mm -hmm. job, I had a couple months off. So I was like, I'm going to learn and make my own video game. So I like, spent all this time and energy learning how to make like my own tower defense. But I reached like a block because like, I don't have a very like mathematical brain and, and to like make your own video game takes a lot of coding and yeah. not you like, you know, I would, I would watch tutorials and I would, I would like, like get all the coding tips and whatever but at some point you have to figure out how it works yourself so you can like code your own things you can't just like yeah. copy and paste code forever and like that for me was like the hardest part because my brain just wanted to make the art and i would get frustrated in the coding but do you like it takes such a different part of your brain like are you confident that you'll be able to like program everything oh, you yeah. want because um, of your day job experience <laughs> um now i guess the uh the hardest part, if I had to make like a, I feel like my only hurdle would be if I wanted to make it like multiplayer, mm. uh, which is the game that I like in my mind right now, like if the, you know, if I had to make the first game that I want to sell and like everybody's yeah. happy, they love it, it would be a multiplayer game. And so, uh, and it wouldn't be like, um, have you heard of Lethal Company? Yes. Um, it wouldn't be like a, a game like that where like everybody's working together. Um, it would be more on the competitive side. And so, uh, you know, it's not just, uh, it can't be like simple, you know, peer to peer, like, you know, we're all, you know, one server. Yeah, and that takes a and, lot more. Yeah, you have yeah. to like think of like anti-cheat and stuff like that. And so that's, I feel like that's my only hurdle right now. Yeah. Um, you know, if I were to start today, uh, but I feel like everything else, you know, making characters, making animations, uh, coding, um, I feel like most of that, uh, not, you know, copy paste, but like I can see, you know, what somebody else has done or because uh, I feel like, especially for an engine like Unity, um, I feel like everything has been done already. And so yeah. there's like so many resources online. Um, that's kind of the the thing that's like keeping me from maybe like going over to like Godot or something like that if I wanted to like make an actual game I wanted to sell. Um, I feel like I, everybody's moved over to Godot ever since like Unity had their whole yeah, thing right. last year. But um, so maybe there are just, you know, an abundance of resources now there. Um, but uh but yeah, I feel like, uh, well, I guess I should mention, I did go to school for computer programming. Um, so that helps. <laughs> that helps. I, uh, I learned like a handful of languages and, you know, uh, but I didn't go, I went to like a community college. Um, and so it was only for two years. I did, you know, my, you know, regular courses, English, math and whatnot. And then like, you know, a handful of courses where I learned, you know, uh, 
some different coding languages. And it's not like I can, uh, you know, if you say, hey, what does this do in C Sharp or C++, uh, I can maybe like look at it for, you know, five, 10 minutes and say, maybe it's doing this. But yeah. like, I don't, I don't have the brain to like just write code from scratch, but I can like understand it. And yeah, so, I mean, you have, you have the background, you know where to start. Yeah. You know, like understanding. Cause it's, cause, cause my, I guess my final comment is like, it's, it's pretty rare to like find an artist who can do both sides uh, True, yeah. like either a lot of artists you know they over index on the art side and then when right. it comes to like numbers not so great mm -hmm. um which is you know i'm, I'm kind of envious because i <laughs> i would have had my own video game by now for, for <laughs> sure <laughs> oh and then another hurdle i guess is music because um i guess while i do know well i think i know what sounds good in terms of music um, I feel like I would be hesitant to like make my own and say, you know, hey, yeah, this sounds yeah. good. I'll put it in my game. Everybody's going to love it. I feel like, in, you know, I, before I do that, I would probably contact, you know, somebody else has been composing and making their own music for, you know, years. Um, that is something I could do. Uh, last year, I got a MIDI keyboard um, just to like screw around with. I use it like the first day I got it and it's been in my closet ever since. That's a um, hobby you didn't collect. Right. <laughs> so, you know, maybe one day I'll, you know, take that back out and start learning that. But um, I don't know. At this point, I would probably, you know, reach out to somebody else and say, hey, do you want to do music for this game? <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, I'd do the same. I wouldn't even touch music. I, I can't even I can't even do anything yeah. with music. So. <laughs> All right, Lee. Well, you know, we've chatted. I think I think your journey is super interesting and it's also been very fast, which is, you know, a lot of people to get the attention online have been doing stuff for years and years and years before they finally figure something out. And it's incredible that you you've already like uh, hit the thing quite quite fast with what you're already doing. I think that's amazing. So, you know, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about from from, you know, hearing this podcast a couple episodes and and, yeah. and us chatting and just whatever i guess um to anybody else who's like me who's never really um been an art oriented person or uh you are and you're just like hey how do i do what you're doing um i don't want to say i don't know but i <laughs> i do want to say like i don't know just jump in just you know because that's kind of what i did um you know obviously i'm blessed to have everything that i have and you know the I guess for everybody that has seen my content to see that at the time that, you know, they saw it because we all know algorithm, you know, these days for artists, like it's just not, you know, it, it's a, it's a hit or a miss, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, because uh, I feel like my style just kind of resonates with a lot of people. Like these are, you know, these look like the games we all used to play and enjoy. And um, so I, I wouldn't say, you know, copy, you know, a video game or anything like that. I don't know. Just make what you love, make what, you know, inspires you. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good point about just jump in because like, you know, uh, uh, myself included, a lot of people fantasize about what it would be like to be doing the thing that they fantasize about doing, but they don't actually know what it's like once they start it. Like, for instance, uh, with your MIDI keyboard, I'm sure you fantasized about how fun it would be to make music every day. And then you tried it and then you realized that this wasn't the spot and you put it away and that's fine. But with Blender, you know, you had the same probably fantasy and you jumped in and we realized like, oh, I'm actually like having a lot of fun and feeling creatively fulfilled. And then, you know, look what look what's come from that. So yeah. I think that's great advice. Jump in because you don't know if you're going to enjoy it. And then once you start it, if you don't enjoy it, don't keep doing it. Like stop. <laughs> or if you enjoy it, just keep doing it. Like keep going. So yeah. And it takes, um, it takes a good amount of like, uh, 
willpower, I guess, because you kind of have to, you can't, because when I started back in summer 2022, um, and I kind of dropped it for a couple months, um, like at that point, I was like, you know, I, you know, spent a couple hours in it. It's fine. It's, you know, it's whatever. And, you know, after I made a game and I'm like, I want to make more game animations, um, like I just, I, I kept going back. And that kind of, you know, obviously with with anything at all, uh, you know, the more time you spend in it, the better you get at it. Yeah, and okay. so for anybody that's like, you know, I really want to make stuff that looks like his, um, I, you know, really, you know, want to get to his level. Um, I was not at my level, you know, a year ago um, at this point, like my first animation um, I posted sometime mid-February of, you know, 2023. And so like, even at this point right now, like I have not made an animation, you know, at this point last year. And so, um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It, <laughs> so you just kind of have to, you, you know, the more time you spend in it, like the better it's going to get. Um, like, obviously the last animation I made, uh, you know, I could look at that a year ago and say, oh my God, I want to make stuff like that. I'll, you know, I might not ever get to that level, but like here I am now. Yeah. Um, and that's just from, you know, all the free time that I had, like I jumped back in the blender and I'm spending it there. Um, but if you don't have kind of like that self-starter mentality, it's going to be a, a lot harder for you because, um, you know, if you're not watching the tutorials, if you're not watching, you know, um, if you're, if you want to make everything from scratch instead of like using assets, I guess it's going to be a lot harder because like you're starting from ground zero and you're, you know, you're trying to teach everything, you know, to yourself from, you know, from no experience and no tutorials, but you kind of got to grab from everywhere you can. And yeah. You know, no sense yeah. in reinventing the wheel if it already exists. No. Like, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that you used assets because, like, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Um, but it, it totally makes sense, especially if you're doing everything yourself. Yeah. And like, yeah, you like exactly what you said. You're not going to be amazing right away. And there is a certain learning curve and a hurdle. But I think and even you you said yourself, you, you checked it out and then you stopped and didn't approach it for months. And just I'm sure in that meantime, you weren't thinking about it. And then slowly, maybe you started thinking about, oh, what if you saw something else? You're like, ah, I started that thing. Maybe I should get back to it. And then eventually, I don't know how it went for you, but here you are. You know, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense. So yeah, if you're listening and you haven't started that thing, start it and just just do it, I guess. Yeah, just do it. Like, it's so it's so weird saying that, but like, I you know, just have to do it. You just have to Nike. Nike has been telling us for years. <laughs> they knew and, all along. And we think it's listen. so silly, but it's true. <laughs> just do it. This is sponsored by Nike. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. If it was, then uh, I don't know. They, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> we wouldn't be here. <laughs> All right, Lee. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm super excited to see more of your stuff on uh, Instagram since I don't have TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you know, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me ramble on for, you know, however long it's been. And <laughs> of, yeah. uh, of course, it, it was no rambling. It was pure interesting. And if you're <laughs> listening and uh, you want to reach out to Lee or check out uh, Lee's, Lee's work, which I suggest you should, uh, you can check out Lee on Instagram at it's underscore lit underscore Lee, as well as the website, which is lit lee.me. And I'm also going to include links for TikTok and YouTube in the description of this chat. So make sure you check those out. And thank you so much for listening. And that's all for now. Okay, bye. The music for this podcast was composed by Willem Mendo and the graphics by Luhan Wang. I encourage you to look them up if you've enjoyed their work.